Hello everybody and welcome back to our podcast after a long break. While we did release a lot of material for everybody to understand and know what we're doing here at Zyta but also what you could do independent of Zyta. We want to keep this chain of events going to ensure that anything we learn that is new, that is relevant to everybody in the industry gets to you in the right manner, in the right way. So welcome to the fourth part podcast of Zyta. This is about empowering your workforce and today we will be talking with Tanvi Kesarwani of Zyta, the primary lead and well expert, well AP over here who's been using her knowledge from her well certification successfully and each and every one of our designs. Welcome on board Tanvi. Thank you Dwani, thanks a lot for the wonderful introduction. Great. For all of our audiences, we've been discussing continuously how COVID has impacted the way employees think, the way our workforces are evaluating coming back to work. While a lot of the concerns are about safety, primary other concerns have been about employee well-being or workforce well-being. As a user, everybody wants to speak about things that are beneficial for them because the value of life and the value of time has been suddenly re-realized in the most jarring way. People have been awakened to consider work-life balance in a more serious manner. People have realized the time for family, the time for personal health and wellness. And this is where since most of the day of an adult human being is spent with colleagues in an office space, pre-COVID of course, we want to speak about how the space that employees use or the workforce uses does effectively cater to employee well-being and how it can be used positively as opposed to thinking of it as a negative phenomenon. We are offering options to every user from every firm to come in as flexible hours, to do, take your personal time as and how required, to focus on wellness where required, to focus on health where required and the need for creating such spaces has also been reinforced. However, we Behaviorally speaking, we know that there is a large difference in how Gen Z has been thinking, how millennials have been thinking and how baby boomers have been Specifically to say, everybody wants to dictate their own terms and everybody wants to do what is convenient to them. It's going to be a custom-made approach. One size fits all is no longer going to be sufficient for any work, generally speaking. So, Tanvi, can you tell me a little bit? about what your experience has been uh, in the same order and what we've been hearing from our clients uh, and some excerpts if you know about them. Dwani, as you know, we have been going through a lot these days and everybody has like taken time off, given thought to themselves, understood what they want, what they want to learn, how they want to do it. So basically every coin has two sides. So this pandemic also had like two sider, one being one of the efficient ones is uh, that people have got some times with their family. They have uh, taken out some time and they've learned, uh, explored in their interests. Things like that have happened. On the other side, we have seen that companies have suffered because of lack of collaboration and uh, a lot of things have happened because of this. So uh, understanding the that people have uh, adapted that situation where they just want to you know be in their comfort zone. They don't want to come back to work. They want to be you know in their very happy, cozy abodes like they've been always. So uh, now getting them back is becoming a bit of a challenge for all the employers to get them back. A lot of strategists and researchers have been working and thinking about the ways how they can get back people to work to the new normal and they come back to the offices their regular lives the first one being the safety 
that is not just the spatial or design or you know such aspects but also psychological safety something that i felt is very important for employers to provide to their employees so that they can be confident enough to come back to work uh, second being the prime one is the comfort we have been talk- uh, talking a lot uh, about you know home away from home things that is one thing which i felt is uh, the need of an hour people want to get that comfort so that they come back to office and they still feel that they're not getting out of the comfort zone you're so right about that tanvi and uh, i feel like in these changing times it's important for us to know what two aspects of the workplace two large groups of the workplace can get out of solutioning for the wellness problem first is our employers and the second is the employees we are being as mindful as possible about creating wellness spaces and creating wellness policy within an office space where we want our employees to be very very happy but we also want the leadership to to have a subsequent business impact from the same what do you have to say about that uh, we feel like the components of our workplace wellness largely include neurodiversity in design behavior mapping creating physical and psychological environment spatial security etc so are there any technical takeaways you know understanding that our uh, listeners need to remember when we're talking about such large topics rightly said advani uh, neurodiversity is something that that has come up as a strong term as now people more than ever have started to you know kind of get back and think about themselves about their wellness about their hygiene about their safety it's very important for us uh, as designers as architects to think about every types or categories of people what are their needs their requirements considering all these kind of things in mind we we need to come up with solutions which gives them a more uh, variety of spaces the comfort zones now since we are also moving into a very digital world you know setups or infrastructure that promotes more of a digital coordination or collaboration not just with your teammates but also with the, the xyz vendors so it's becoming very important for us as a designer also to incorporate these things especially uh, and uh, coming from a scenario where people have been into their zones to some uh, office spaces or some social uh, spaces becomes a bit of a challenge so that is why uh, it becomes very important for the employer also to provide an infrastructure which helps them uh, grow helps them build that confidence all of these things have made employer think about their policies about their protocols and programs that they had in place but they are trying to revise and they are trying to revive i would say uh, with time uh, they also need to have a track of things and they also need to or give the sense of belongingness to the em- employees that they care for their employees so all those factors have made them think uh, working on the policy which gives them uh, more flexibility to work around uh, not just office or home for working but also a third place to work so that it gets them into the hybrid culture people are uh, wanting the comfort zone so because of which all of these aspects they are trying to incorporate in their policies this is something which is going digitally whereas uh, uh, the other aspect which is happening especially uh, in terms of design or office or physical spaces is providing them uh, rejuvenating spaces providing them more awareness uh, or uh, awareness programs or maybe you know uh, employee engagement programs where they are learning about their health their hygiene 
some activities where they are getting some incentives out of it but also are learning out of it so so many employers are promoting these kind of initiatives so that they can get the employees they can consider the employees and they can take care of every type or every individual so yeah i think that's my take on the neurodiversity part that's actually uh, quite right and uh, we've seen a huge influx of demand with these kind of initiatives and programs just anything and everything that is required to bring the employee to comfort to terms with the fact that the office can be as, as safe as they wanted to be True. has been the most essential part i've heard of some things like offices willing to recognize the fact that the younger generation and eventually even the older generations now are overly exposed to digital stimuli because they're continuously watching a device or using a device of some sort uh, coming back to office taking calls all day being on your uh, yeah, yeah. zoom calls all day zoom exhaustion is real right True. so uh, just to cater to the fact that your your eyes don't feel as drained out your brains don't feel as powered out calmer spaces zen spaces true, uh, true. green spaces are created this is beyond biophilia of course uh, while all offices are trying to give a push to biophilic design beyond biophilia the just appearances the colors the tones i think this is the reason that the trending colors for the past 2 years have come into your pastel palettes true, uh, true. speaking by design a loud colors were a thing of the pa- are now a thing of the past where a few years back everybody was doing bold bright spaces uh, bringing uh, color into life to make it as active and happening as possible google's logo right for instance google's logo and the colors in it have all been representing what kind of colors are used in fun offices happy offices mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to you know uh, using light pastel shades pinks greens yellows to just make yourself feel better so that it's visually appealing and visually appeasing exactly. so the trends also are now reflecting everything that the current generation is experiencing post covid so um of course i generally uh being very passionate about this subject delved a little further into the topic than i was supposed to and we to shed light on a few elements or a few requirements in the office that you think is must while incorporating during your design stage or during a back to work stage so that it makes the employees comfortable both physically and psychologically as you mentioned before and beyond that also ensuring from the employer or the caregiver's perspective that we are doing the best for them so dwani like when you walk inside a space there are certain uh, parameters that we tend to notice so uh, starting from you know the light the biophilia look and feel the atmosphere you get the kind of vibe you get all these things are linked to something or the other i'll just give you an example i recently stepped in into one of the offices and i started feeling so claustrophobic just because the environment there was the light was not there natural light there was a lot of dull artificial light in there uh, no biophilia as such a cluttered uh, bookshelf was kept in one corner so that gave me a very negative vibe so i started you know it uh, took me back and i started thinking uh, what actually went wrong here i found so many uh, parameters to be counted on uh, light was one of them air water 
water uh, then you know thermal comfort also plays a very important role here so these basic components which which needs to be addressed these are the basic uh, needs of a space that needs to be addressed whenever you are designing a space may it be a play space or a office space or a house or a residential whatever design it is so these are some of the parameters or criteria that needs to be kept in mind while we are designing even the most you know basic level of uh, amenity for anyone coming on to the office aspect air filtration all of these things are playing a very important role these days so going on to a little technicality for air we we are trying to push for more of air testings water testings and you know understanding what is the kind of what is the purity or what is the level of purity of air that the space is having still you know we are trying to propose for an options uh, we sit with the mep team try to understand what is the kind uh, of filtration systems that we can propose so that the air becomes more and more fresh and it become more cleaner or more healthier for people who are working inside the space it's a very common statement nowadays that people are uh, spending 90% of their times indoor so very important that the air we are breathing is you know as uh, uh, filtered properly so keeping those criteria in mind then moving on to the next basic amenity uh, which is uh, water uh, so as soon as we step into some of the pantry corners because this is the need that you have to have right so water also needs to be checked thoroughly the employer needs to keep a track of these things and when you start counting on these small small aspects no uh, and you make the employer also aware about these things that you're doing for the uh, people you're caring for them so they tend to get back with like 120% output or outcomes the productivity goes up exponentially not just air water but also creating an environment where there are policies or protocols where they are uh, giving go and be with their family to help their family in times of need to help themselves yeah. when they need it like stress management or people management so the employers are going towards a step where they are wanting to promote these kinds of sessions and seminars which which tend to make people more open and talk about their issues if employer starts to put in efforts in these kind of aspects i think it will start generating more productivity ultimately on a longer run and whereas when we talk about a side where where design and architects are concerned choosing sustainable material that is nowadays everybody is going sustainable but do we really mean it are we having that you know that intent in our culture in our motives that we are designing a new office so do we actually think about that how are we trying to reduce the land how are we trying to create a more greener and more sustainable environment by providing yeah. materials cleaning products which are more green in nature which are third party verified so all of these points if you start underlining you'll right. get n number of parameters and aspects that needs to be addressed and not just addressed but also to be communicated to the employees so that they understand that things are done and they are not just done for the sake of being done but because they are creating some impact and ultimately the right. employee does see the results they do see the exponential growth of productivity in yeah. their yeah. and it is value creation at the end of the day right such a nice point about sustainability because i had this one client who was extremely passionate about circular design and circular economy you know he would talk to us about how every single design item or design material reach the right places at the right time 
मीनिंग उटिलिटी Absolutely, and what happens is just making an effort, and somewhere starts to resound with you, even as a user of company services, right? Even for those who don't give sustainability the right amount of importance it deserves right now, listening to something over and over again does create awareness or some sort of consciousness or subconsciousness, which will eventually alter the world of it. So True. yes, I agree with you that design elements are important. Ensuring how we design, how conscious we are about what we are doing, is important. Creating wellness is important, but generating policies for governance that allow everybody to make very conscious and very effective decisions for themselves, the company, and the future of us as general public and as the world is really important. So, thank you so much for bringing across the uh, aspect of wellness for us. Thanks a lot, Twani. I think everybody should be doing their bit. So, am I? We we all are supposed to be creating some or the other impacts or doing our bits wherever we. can wherever possible yes i think that's the need of an art if we start getting collected uh, by doing small initiatives together it will be a big ocean of things or ocean of changes that we'll be uh, looking absolutely uh, every drop will make an ocean perfect yeah <laughs> directly said and uh, i'm going to wrap the podcast on the positive note that the world is like a better place and no matter how volatile the situation no matter how many wars how many oil problems how many pandemics and how many uh, economic recessions are going to bring us we're going to be resilient and resistant with the changes that we're trying to bring about in the spaces that we work 100% thank you so much thank you so much swani <laughs>